Hi, I'm Eddie. And I'm Megan. And we are the hosts of Kill the Bottle podcast, where guess what we do? We kill bottles. We talk to guests. We talk about food, wine, travel, amazing guests like country singer Martina McBride. Director Paul Feig. Ooh, that's right, Paul Feig. Broken Shaker co-founder Gabe Orta. Comedian Brad Williams. Enrico Suave. Gerardo Mejia. Do not forget Craig Kilborn. I can never forget Craig Kilborn because you have the biggest crush on Craig Kilborn, Megan. And if you want to find out how badly she has it, please listen to the episode of Craig Kilborn. We even have creators of TV shows like Dave Knoll, who created Chopped. One of my favorites. Richard Blaze. Hello. He's been on a million shows. And his wavy hair. So if you want all of these, come on over to Kill the Bottle Podcast. Rate, review, wherever you get your freshly squeezed podcast. Hey everyone, this is DJ. And this is Ish. And this is Season 5 of Pero Let Me Tell You. Episode 223. Yes, you are correct. Hello, everyone. Welcome to, welcome to episode 223 of Pero Let Me Tell You, everyone. Yay, you got it right. <laughs> Off the bat. So, so, obviously, you know, we always um, thank you for tuning in. Yep. Um, we always, as we always tell you, we always make it a point to produce new content every week. Um, yep. Rain or shine. Uh, but definitely this week. Had a lot of rain, so yeah. you know um, we always try to keep it lively here. But obviously, with Hurricane Ian this week uh, battling our home state of Florida, um, it's hard to I mean, it was bad. start off was bad. with anything else other than that. So, yeah. if you are listening to us, we hope we figure that you're probably somewhere safe where you can listen to us. If you're listening to us and you went through the hurricane and maybe a lot of stuff went down, um, you know, we hope that for the next hour we, you know, yeah, you can, we can laugh and take your and, mind off of things a little bit. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. Um, so thank you for tuning in as always. Uh, although some weeks it's definitely harder for us, you know, depending on the topics. This is something that we definitely have to talk about. So, yeah. I mean, honestly, it very easily could have hit us. Well, yeah. Because, I mean, as well, when we posted, you know, it's like the thing changed direction, just drop yeah, of a hat. Yeah, and like, um, it's funny because I, I mean, obviously, I knew this hurricane was coming. I knew the hurricane did a lot of devastation to Cuba. Um, but right, but it, it always does devastation to Cuba because we're talking Cuba about... Cuba doesn't have the infrastructure. Uh, right, right. Right. Um, I knew that it was like a category three. And then when I when and I'm sure this happened to everybody, when I woke up on mm. on Wednesday, yeah, yeah, on Wednesday, I was like, oh, my God, I woke up really early on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is overnight. It's turned into a monster. It became a category four, almost a five, almost a five. It was like it was like two it miles was like four shy. borderline five. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, but this last night was a category three, which a category three is nothing to not be worried about. But for Floridians, but for Floridians, a category like, okay. three is it's category three. We'll, it's like, we'll see okay. what happens. Right, right, right. You know, right, right, but right. usually with a category three, there's not catastrophic. Right, damage. right. Once it hits a four, is when we really start to worry. Um. And then I'm like, oh my god, this is this is really serious. Yeah, it's really happening. It, it, it's really happening, and it's really serious. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I think that if you live in South Florida, when John Morales tells you, yeah, to buckle up, mm-hmm. it's not gonna be pretty. You that man is an omen. Yeah. Like you're like oh, okay. Yeah. When because this guy I, Jim, what is it, Jim Cal, 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 no, Calafiori no, Tambien from the weather? Like, like when these guys show up. Yes. Yeah, things are about to get no because because the thing about John Morales is that you know John Morales is sort of I guess you would say legendary in in South Florida. <laughs> He's the modern Brian Norcross, if you will. Yeah. Um. And he, I mean, he really knows 
I mean, he is an actual meteorologist. Yes, yes, like yeah. he like legit studies this. Yeah. He studied this, and like he really knows this. And I think that he always does a really good job of like telling people not to panic. Like right. when there's a storm coming, like okay, I think it's not gonna hit us directly. Right. I think that like he keeps it very informative, and very informed. But but he always like puts a lot of rumors to rest mm -hmm. right yeah uh, you know don't, don't panic yet you know right, we're, right. We're, we still you know, don't know we still, we still don't know right. but but it, don't go crazy but right like, he Be prepared was, but right but he was with this storm he's like holy shit yeah look it's mother nature i mean you can prepare and and that's what we we all try to do but at the end of the day you don't know you, you don't know? know mother nature is gonna do what she wants you don't know and i mean look i i think that when you live in a place like Florida, you know that this is just something that's going to happen, right. right? And I think that as like long life or native Floridians, a hurricane or or even not a native native Floridian, somebody who's lived here a while, um, hurricanes are just a part of life. There's just there's something they're going to happen. Um, and when I mean hurricane, I don't mean even just the actual storm i mean every hurricane that, season hurricane season everything yeah. that comes with hurricane season like viene el huracán ya se llenó pjs ya right. el pobre se acabó todo la comida like and it all that, starts with when the maps are available at the local grocery stores yes. the craziness that when there's a hurricane coming yeah. over people lose their minds yeah. and and i'm like but what like and, and it's funny because like i think it's one of those like domino effects because I usually keep very calm in hurricane preparing for a hurricane mm -hmm. when when they're when we are in threat of getting uh, a hurricane. Right. But then I'm like the day before I'm like, okay, everybody's like putting up stuff and buying stuff. Like I think I should buy stuff. Right, like am I, I not prepared enough? Yeah, then because I'm gonna run out of it. They're gonna run out of it. And what am I gonna do afterwards? Because right, 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 right. So um, I mean, our hearts go out to everybody in in yeah. the West Coast from. Fort Myers to um, um, did you see Captive the, um, Island? Did you see the road uh, in into Sunny Bay? Yes, it's gone. I, I mean, mean, those people are stranded. They are literally. They don't even. I, I don't know about now because I haven't heard the news in a couple hours. But they don't know how many people could be in in trouble or, or well, or you know, because because they can't get in with a car. They have to go by boat. But you know what I was thinking of in terms of and everything's down. So Sanibel Island for listeners, for those of you who haven't seen the news, Sanibel Island, which is not far from like the Fort Myers Cape Coral yeah, area, yeah. um it's it's a little island right mm -hmm. off the coast and there is a bridge. It's not a huge bridge, but but there is a bri a, a, a significant bridge right. that takes you to the island and it's the only place of ingress and egress. Mm -hmm. Um it's one bridge. And you know what I was thinking was, so not so much now, because now in terms of rescue and supplies, you know there's going to be helicopters. They'll and, figure it out. And yeah. they'll figure out and boats and all that. But what about in a few months from now, when everything sort of... Is, and people quote unquote forget. Not forget, go back but to when their things lives. sort of go back to normal, right. although it will be years before things are back to normal in this area. But like, the, they've cleaned up. Yeah. We're trying to resume our lives. How do those people go to work? Because building a bridge is not something that they do overnight. That's true. Well, yeah. That's what I was yeah. thinking of. That's what I was no, thinking of. No, you're right. But like, even I remember in Hurricane Andrew, like a month later, yeah, I, not everything was back to normal because there was still... Pero, but people were back to their you, daily life. You could move around. People were back to their daily life. They were back to work, right. you know, and all that. Of course, there was a lot of rebuilding, mm -hmm. right? Like there will be rebuilding here. But a bridge is not something that is built. <laughs> in, yeah, it's in, it's not like a, a road. Month. It's not like a road that you're like, okay, we'll just pave it. Just and, pave it. And, right, right. A bridge is a bridge. It's a bridge. And yeah, how do our? I mean, the only thing I was thinking of was like car ferries. I mean, again, this is us speculating. You know, I'm sure many people on the island probably own boats, but okay, también the boats. I mean, we've all seen the pictures. Right. All the and, boats have been thrown on, right. on ground. Like, well, so, I'm going to work. I'm hopping on the boat, you know? Yeah, I mean, um, I, well, I guess. But but I can't, are, do they even still have their boat? Yeah, I was looking at um, the the um, her, the the Fort Myers Pier mm -hmm. and that yeah. whole downtown yeah, area yeah. surrounding the Fort Myers Pier. There is nothing left there. Like, nothing. Nope. They used as a point of reference this store that was right by the pier that had like a two-story tower that i think was like the elevator, right, <laughs> the right, elevator right, right. was it's the only thing that's left yeah a few months back we went for a weekend to fort myers beach mm -hmm. um we stayed at this little place with some friends of jose's and we 
in looking at the footage, I mean, it's not that we were looking at the exact place, but it's like, okay, that area was all underwater. We, we, we were like, esa casita, yeah. ya y no queda nada. Yeah, no, because I think that yesterday, uh, or, or the day of the storm on Wednesday, I think that um, everything was flooded, so obviously you don't know in, until the next day or a couple right, of days until later. Until the, the surge. Right. Yeah. Um, but like today or yesterday, on Thursday, um, yeah, they, they started having like drone footage mm-hmm. of all these areas and they were like war zones like they were it looked like they had been nuked yeah um and that i, I mean you know i i always think of you know when something like that happens it's like you could replace a lot of things but i always think of like pictures and, and yeah. stuff like that yeah uh, videotapes for the, those of us who are a little bit older actually you're Roger Borges, your cousin, reporter yes. for Univision, posted that he interviewed a lady who she lost everything. And the only thing she was able to save, mm-hmm. that she made a point to save, was her parents' wedding album. Yeah. You can so, never... I mean, you, th- that's irreplaceable. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, those are the things that just, you know, you don't stop and think about it every day. But when there is a situation like that or or they they... You do lose everything. It's like those are the things that cannot yeah. be replaced. Um, everything else can, but but those mementos are, are you can't. Um, so yeah, it's it's just this has been terrible. They say it's going to be the biggest natural disaster in, in U.S. history, the costliest. Yeah. There's over a hundred people missing. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So um, that's I mean, this and was... hopefully those missing people. It's just that the cell service is down and they haven't been able to reach out to anybody. You know what I mean? Like I'm I, I'm I'm hoping best case scenario, right? That they're just somewhere without cell service. Yeah. So I think now would be a good time to let our listeners know yep. that if, especially if you're local, um, this Saturday, so tomorrow, Saturday, yeah. October first. We are going to be at Dos Croqueta on uh, b- off of Bird Road and 107th. We'll put it on Instagram as well. We're going to be at Dos Croqueta from 12 to 3. Um, and we're going to be there uh, collecting um, goods. We're all going to put this on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Uh, canned goods, um, toiletries, yeah. different things. Things for probably for babies. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be putting yeah, the whole water. thing on Instagram. So please check our Instagram. We're gonna we're gonna be there for a few hours. Mm-hmm. Um, that's gonna be the drop off point, and Dokroqueta uh, is gracious They've enough been to fantastic let to, us, to offer us this. let us uh, do this uh, because I feel that this is a situation that you know, especially this happened in, this happened an hour down the road, you know, um, yeah. and being not only these are fellow Floridians, but you know, we didn't get hit this time, but we've been hit before. We know and, what it's like. What it's like. We know what that's like, and it's just it's just awful it's absolutely awful and and it's situations like that that just the, like the most basic thing you know water <laughs> yeah water dry ice dry <laughs> ice i'll never forget during hurricane andrew um we drove all the way up to fort lauderdale or broward somewhere mm-hmm. in broward for dry ice we got in line and like four or five people in front like in front of us, they ran out oh shit yeah, but that was like the everybody's yeah, story. That's what you did. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, well, that's what were you gonna do? Yeah. That's what happened. So, so please check our Instagram listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, please try to give what you can. If you have some extra things at home, uh, yeah, maybe you bought some stuff can in preparation for the storm. And, yeah, that you didn't and use. Didn't use. Uh, please, please, please. Now would be the time to mm-hmm. to do this because people really, really are in need. Yeah. And again, please check our Instagram. Mm-hmm. We're going to be updating it uh, with specifics on what is needed and you know what we're going to do, where we're going to take um, mm-hmm. all these supplies um, because people really, really need it. This this was catastrophic. And even if you're not here, there are several organizations that will take donations. Um, you know, so so you can seek those out as well. Um, you know, just. It's all out there online. Like literally today, one of the places I found a link, funny enough, to all of the organizations that are that are taking donations was on rollingstone.com. <coughs> on rollingstone. On rollingstone.com, they had an entire list. They were talking about, you know, Hurricane Ian and these are organizations that are helping, you know, Florida but also helping like with Cuba and and Puerto Rico and so, you know, it, it's it's just a time for us to all come together at the end of the day, you know. Yeah, we're going to be we're going to be donating our whatever we collect to the 
uh, global empowerment mission. I actually donated a lot of things to them yeah. uh, for Hurricane Maria for the Puerto Rico and the Bahamas um, a few years back. Uh, so I've, I've donated to them before. But we'll put it on Instagram. Yeah, so yeah. please, please give what you what, what you can. Um, again, these are fellow Floridians. so yeah. And human beings. Yeah. They're human beings that need help, you know. Yeah, yeah so, you know, in the top keeping it in the topic of hurricanes so we you know ish and i have a a friend a mutual friend who is originally from florida uh but she she lived in milwaukee for a few years and um last year she moved back down with uh her husband and her kids from milwaukee and um her in-laws moved down a couple of weeks ago and it was just interesting to hear because i i was speaking to her and she was like oh my god they're freaking me like they're they're driving me crazy they're They're freaking (laughs) out they're like why why are we living here like like she told me that they were like all freaking out and she was sort of cool as a cucumber she was the calming center of it all yeah which is funny because generally she's not but she's not but she had to be right 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 but again having been born and raised here she's the veteran she is i mean she's been through this and and that's what i always try to tell people like i'll never forget that some years ago i was working in california i was there for for a month or so working and i remember a lot of my co like co-workers or colleagues up there this was in san diego um they were like oh my god how do you live in Florida with hurricanes? And I'm thinking like... You have earthquakes. How do you live in California with earthquakes? Like, you don't know what they're going to We can prepare. Happen. Right, we can prepare. Right. But I thought it was interesting that to them... An earthquake is whatever. An earthquake is like, yeah, whatever. You deal you with an deal earthquake. With it, yeah. Because their whole thing about an, an, um, an uh, hurricane Earth- was that, oh my God, but the hurricane lasts hours. And I'm like, yeah, but you know True. it's... But you know it's but coming. You know it's coming, yeah. Because I always think that like... The scariest part of an earthquake, because you don't know when it's going to happen, right. is, oh my God, where's your family? Where are your friends? Right. Like, you're not together. What if you're outdoors? What if you're on the highway? Yes. What if you're right? Right. So that's the part that, like, the anxiety alone would kill me. Just yeah, thinking yeah. Just about thinking that. about the possibility. Um, yeah. So, but it's just interesting that, like, wherever you're from, you are sort of used to, and it's very like second nature like yeah it's florida we got hurricanes this is just our natural disaster yeah yeah it's like okay well the hurricane's coming most of us you know most of us have some level of prepared preparedness Mm -hmm. um whether we have shutters i'm i'm complete i have shutters i have a generator and have a portable ac Okay, I know, no, 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 call me, call me stuck up, call me classy, pero es que a mí el calor, especialmente el calor ese húmedo, después de un huracán, I mean, it's like me quiero tirar del techo de la casa, like I can't. I'm just going to laugh over here. Why? Because after that entire, you know, screed of like, you know, oh, the heat, the humidity, calor, what is your ideal dream trip? To go to India? Uh-huh. ¿Y tú crees que hay aire acondicionado? No, but it's different. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's different. Because I have I, news I, for you, my friend. I know, I know, but but you know what? Okay, but like after post hurricane, it's like you have no power, right? You can't do anything else. That's true. You're just sitting around. You're right. just sitting around. Todo está desbaratado. Right. You're all eating, you know, spaghettios and you know, chef boy and, and once you've cleaned up entonces, outside, there's literally nothing to do. Right. Entonces arriba de eso hay tremendo calor because right. this thing always happens in the summer or oh, late yeah. summer. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's always like super hot and humid. So it's like. It's like, <laughs> and then you know me, like my house is the tundra. It's true. He hangs meat in here, guys. You know, that's <laughs> only a slight exaggeration. Well, only because you don't have the hooks. I'm sure that if I were to leave raw meat outside, it would go I, bad much slower than in an average house. It could last here at least two to three days. I think so. Before, like, it would be dangerous to eat. Whenever I've left any type of food outside... That like I leave for work and I come back a few hours later, and it's they always tell you like oh you shouldn't leave something out right, more right, than two right, hours. Right. I'm like yeah no but that doesn't apply to my house. Because, yeah yeah that's under normal circumstances. Because in my house it's like you know fifty. Right, <laughs> and that's when you're feeling warm. Right, right. Yeah. My house is like fifty. Yeah. <laughs> Lord, I'll never forget when when I had the Nest installed because I have you know one of those Nest yeah, yeah. apps thing, and the guy who installed it for me uh, last year or whenever. 
he was like, oh, you could set it to like a regular temperature. Like, you know, I tell everybody to set it at 72. And I'm like, 72? At 72, I'm freezing in my house. At 72, I'm like, no, 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 Bobo. You're going to need to lower that like <laughs> like 20 degrees. I'm going to need you to put Arctic settings yes. in there. Yes. Yeah. Is there a setting with like little ice? <laughs> because that is what I want. So yeah. imagine that, you know, no. in a hurricane, it's not going to work. Yeah. No, no. It's, it's, it's not going to work for you. It's not. And then the shutters are on the windows. So then... that's that's the biggest pain in the ass because then you, mm-hmm. like, like no light, no ventilation. You're just trapped. That's why I remember a few years ago, I saw a portable AC on sale and I'm like, you know, I'm going to buy that portable What's AC. What's the worst that could happen? Right. So, I mean, I just think it's something of being a Floridian that you just, yeah. you you know, and, and you, I mean, th- this Hurricane Ian obviously ended up being catastrophic, <laughs> but you also know that there's so many of them that either don't come or they do come and, you know, but yeah. there's nothing catastrophic that happens. I mean, look. We got hit by Hurricane... Um, was it Irma? Irma in 2017. I actually was looking at the pictures today. And I don't know if I ever saw, showed you pictures of my neighborhood. This neighborhood looked like it got bombed. Like there was no structural damage. Right, right. But like every yeah. tree, every was on the awning ground. was gone. Really? Yeah, yeah. I'll show you pictures uh, a oh, little yeah. later. It, it looked like it was bombed. And I mean, again, luckily it wasn't structural. And that was like a category, I think... Irma was like a category two or like low three, maybe. Yeah, it wasn't. It was. It, it was quote unquote nothing. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, you know, among the many things I'm not looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Now they're probably you know gonna raise insurance even more. Well, yeah. I mean, didn't I think there was somebody else who just left or tried to leave the state like literally a week before this hit. No, that type of stuff really bothers me because <laughs> that should just not be allowed. I'm you know sorry. What? Like that's why we buy insurance. We spend so much time. That's why we get insurance. We spend so much time, and yeah, it's gonna turn political. We spent so much time earlier this year and last year fighting cultural issue stuff that didn't even exist, right? right? right let's, About what let's, our kids are right. reading in school, which let's, they're not. Let's pay reading. attention to this. What our kids are being taught in school, which they're not being taught. We spend so much time on cultural issues, and nobody. Nobody in raised, Tallahassee raised a, raised a was, was was talking about what they needed to talk about, which was insurance rates. Because insurance rates are going up the roof. Like for oh, yeah. those that are still here. Yes. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I've 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 said it, and and I am sure this this applies to many of you listeners. I last year, like many people, I refinanced my house, right. and I got an incredible rate. <laughs> I went down to a two point three. I'm like, I am never touching that rate. Ever, it's a seven hundred year mortgage, it, but you're never touching it. I don't it. care. It could be a millennia. <laughs> I am not touching my two point three rate, right? Yeah. Okay, that's once in a no, lifetime. That that that's yes, yes. And and oye, lo que me ahorré in the interest rate. Ahora four months seguro. later, four months later, when my insurance renewed, it went up. Yeah. It's like okay, like I'm paying the same thing now no, that right I was now. prior to the interest rate. Yeah, you know, and and I think about if I wouldn't have lowered my interest rate, then my mortgage would have skyrocketed. You know, in terms true. of my monthly payment. Yeah, um, and that's something that everybody is dealing with, right? right? So where, where's uh, the concern about that? Right, where is right. that concern? Because that is something that affects your everyday life. That and affects everybody. It affects period. everybody. It affects everybody. And you're talking about your your mortgage because for most people your insurance payment is tied into your mortgage. Yeah, yeah. Your mortgage it, payment. Mine is, so yeah. so you're 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 talking about the affordability, the monthly affordability of a family. And even if you don't have a mortgage, that affects your rent because guess what? Your rent is paying for the mortgage, the mortgage. of that yeah. of that unit. So, so where was that outrage? Yeah. So I hope that this I becomes hope, a sticking point. Yeah, that this really becomes a sticking point, and people, our lawmakers in Tallahassee, I don't care what party they're from or what ide- ideology they're from. Yeah, because insurance doesn't give a shit about about right. Uh, really, uh, start aisles. doing what is what what they need for people that live here because right. insurance, right, for a place that's so prone to natural disasters, you know that insurance. is going to be an issue. Right. So you need to pass legislation that controls that. That controls that. Yeah. And guarantees that, right? And Citizens Insurance Group, which is Florida, uh, it's it's Florida funded. It's part of right, the right. state of Florida. It's an insurance of last resort. It, sh- Citizens Insurance Company, which is the insurance company many people have, it's mm-hmm. I have it now. It's it's an insurance of last resort, and it 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 was not designed to be the, the insurance primary. for everybody, right? 
It was if nobody else insured you or if like insurances keep dropping you, you know. Right. And and it's it's just And it's, it's become terrible. the primary insurance now. I you know, I, I don't know if I shared it in the podcast. I'm sure I did. You know, um, in 2020, right when COVID was happening, I had a huge issue in my house with with mold. Oh, that's right. Mold. A huge, huge issue, right? It's like going, you know, I pay my insurance. I pay a lot of it. You know, my, my house had a serious mold issue. And now that, I need the help that, that I'm paying like, for. The whole first floor had sort of be, had to be rebuilt. You give me shit to pay me. This then, house looked like the end of E.T., Yes, that's what it looked like. You give me shit to pay me. You nickel and dime me with my adjusters. And then after you pay me, you drop me. <laughs> Mind you, with money that you paid them. Yes. So that you could then, when something happens, pull money. Yes, exactly. So insurance people, get get on it. Uh, so I actually just wanted to... I wanted to bring up uh, something that I just I, that I noticed as I was watching all of the news coverage um, with with South Florida, you know, with the, the hurricane here in South Florida. Regardless of whether it was national or local, I noticed that all of the newscasters mm-hmm. were saying Punta Gorda. Oh, even Tom Yamas. <laughs> Even Lynn Martinez. Like, I mean, even like WSVN, because I was watching WSVN like the entire WSVN day. WSVN wasn't saying Punta Gorda. No, nobody there said Punta. Everybody was saying Punta, Punta Gorda, Punta Gorda. And I was like, okay, if you're like, you know, national. Punta Gorda. Punta Gorda. And I was like, I'm like, okay, look, I understand that if it's like NBC national, yeah. you know. But when we've got Tom Yama saying Punta Gorda. I'm a little perturbed. And all I could think of was like, is it because it's live TV and they're afraid that somebody's going to mess up and say puta gorda? <laughs> <laughs> because they made it very specific. Like they, they very purposely were all saying so, so it. it was like several very, reporters. There was several reporters one. across several newscasts throughout the day. Right. Were pumped it's, up. It's not like Hoda Copy and the Today Show is like, Punta Gorda. Like, right. I, I don't expect her to be like Punta Gorda. Exactly. And even, it was funny because Okay, fine. Maybe you don't want to say Punta Gorda, but they didn't even say like, you know, Punta Gorda. No, it was Punta Gorda. I'm like, why are y'all saying Punta? <laughs> why? What What about that word says to you Punta? <laughs> I, I just, well, I had actually, to bring it up, actually, guys. Sorry. I was. Wa- it's funny because I was watching um, earlier today at my, in my parents' house. And he was wa- my father was watching Spanish television from mm. Spain and Antena Tre. And they were saying, they were talking about the hurricane, and they're like, Si, sí, porque batió los, lo, las playas y la costa de Napoli. And I'm like, Napoli no. and Naples, Florida <laughs> not the same thing. not the same thing. Not the same thing. <laughs> not the same thing. I mean, I know that the storm was big, but it wasn't that big. Yeah. No. <laughs> no llegó a Napoli. Yeah, Nap- Napoli. But you know what, though? Is, it, is, it, is that the translation, though? I mean, I I get well, but I don't know because I don't know what Na- I I don't know how you say Naples in Spanish. Napoli is in Italian, right? No, I'm just saying I don't I don't know if well, this wasn't Spanish television, right? But I don't know if by because they were Spain, but, but I'm gonna they go were ahead using and the Italian. They were saying Napoli. They say Napoli's Italia, right? And so they say Roma, and right, they and, say Napoli Italia, right? But if they say Napoli Italia, Naples Italy is spelled the same as Naples Florida. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. with that logic... <laughs> it is it is correct. Yes. On no. paper. On paper, it's correct. <laughs> I was like, Napoli? I was like, where's Napoli? <laughs> what Napoli are you talking about? <laughs> Será la misma Napoli, Napoli que yo conozco. conozco. It's like, what Napoli are you talking about? Um, you know, I feel that like these more catastrophic hurricanes it's always like at the end of hurricane season it's like guess what we're not going out without a bang yep. and it's like oh damn it just when we thought we were out of like the woods but you know what i prefer that to being at the beginning because if it's at the beginning you might get another one that is true. somewhere down the line and that yeah we're double dipping and i'm not a fan yeah that that <laughs> that is true it's funny because i i you you know the whole thing with hurricane um the scheme of the the names. Yes, you know that started, I think, in like the sixties. Oh, really? Yeah, it was Fairly either the fifties or the sixties, and it's true because before you always hear of like the Labor Day hurricane. Oh, or, the storm of nineteen hundred or, 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 or whatever. Right. It's, 
I know of el ciclón del 26 of my grandmother. Porque Mima would always be talking, el año que yo nací, hubo tremendo ciclón en Cuba. But if you look at Miami history, it talks about the, the hurricane storm, of 26 yeah. destroyed Miami. Yeah, yeah. We saw it at the History Museum. Yes, yeah. destroyed Miami, el ciclón del 26. And then there was a ciclón Flora. I, I, even I know Flora. <laughs> I que hizo like, número 8 a Cuba. <laughs> I feel like Flora is the first one people talk about. Yeah. Like, generally speaking. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, when there's a catastrophic hurricane, that name is retired. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, we're not getting hit by Andrew. D- Ever two. again. Okay, yeah. okay. There's no There's sequel. not going to be a Katrina 2. Two. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. They're, they caused enough havoc. That's true. We don't need to re-bring re, uh, back the memories. Oh I was... Tristan was asking me about that today. He's like, oh, so, like, a hur- there could be a hurricane with my name? And I'm like, oh, my God. There has been. Right, but was it a catastrophic hurricane? Depends who you ask. Yeah, because I'd be like, eso es lo último que a nosotros nos faltaba. Que a nosotros nos venga un... Un huracán Tristan. I mean, I deal with Hurricane Tristan almost on a daily basis, but, you know. Uh, but is it a Category 4 or 5? Uh, no, I Depends think on the day. I think sometimes it's a, like... It's a measurable. A monsoon mixed with a typhoon mixed with a... Oh, no, it's like that tsunami that... With a tsunami mixed with, like, a blizzard. You know? That was a big concern as I was watching all of this coverage that like Tampa Bay did you see Tampa Bay that it, 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 it was uh, empty it was empty yeah. it was empty and it's like okay yeah but that water has to come back yes and when it comes back how how big of a like that that wall of water I mean 15 that's, feet that's I don't know that's scary shit that's that's terrifying I always used to say I always used to say kind of you know it's not a laughing matter when I lived downtown and I was on the 48th floor I'd be like well at least a tsunami won't get us up here you know um, that's true it might be like a deep impact situation but at that point in time the whole oh. world is going to hell yeah so, so you got bigger problems yeah so you know I speak of deep impact not to change the topic but did you see about that the, the thing that NASA sent to beat up the asteroid yes how we're living in the age of Armageddon kids. that is that is incredible if you think about that, like we now have a defense against asteroids, we do that. You know, because I feel that that's always been one of these things that, like, has you've heard about and it's been science fiction, um, but then it happened. Yeah, I'm like, are you kidding me with this? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and it's also, um, you know, people going to hurricanes. People always say, like, oh, can you? Drop a bomb in a hurricane? Oh yeah, I've I've heard like to try to like defuse it or something. Yeah, but the problem is, I think that technically you can, but you have to get it but in there. The problem is that if <laughs> being my meteorology experience, but from what I've read is that there could be something that destroys the pattern of the hurricane, but the pressure is still there. So it's got to go somewhere. It's got to go somewhere. And it's going to reform. And, it, you know, it'll probably reform mm. 10 times more. It'll be like seven hurricanes instead of one. Right. 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 Yeah. Um, it'll yeah. be like the whole list of names into <laughs> one. Maria Teresa y Danilo Hurricane. <laughs> oh, my. Okay. I would love that in a weird way. Maria Teresa. But it would never happen because they're too far apart on the. Yeah. Um, but, yes, because hurricanes really are pressure. Yeah. It's a, it's yeah. a pressure front. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? People talk about. You know, welcome to Pedro. Let me tell you the hurricane edition. The hurricane edition. Uh, people talk about um, gutsy jobs and dangerous jobs. Can we talk for a minute about these people that fly into the eye of the hurricane? Uh, it's like crazy people. It's like what life insurance do they have? <laughs> because I'm, I'm going to assume that they're their paying a premium. Their life insurance has a waiver that says we will not cover you when you fly into the center of a hurricane. Everything you know? else you're covered. Yes, that's the line. That's exempt. That's. A- <laughs> You want to talk about a premium coverage? Yes, yes. You're that's an assumption of the risk. I think that's the definition of assumption of risk. Yes. Yeah, I, I have to say those people, like even just the reporters who are out there, you know, covering it, like. So I, I feel. I that, don't know that I would ever. So I feel want that um, too. So you know, for those of you who don't know, ladies and gentlemen, my my cousin is the incomparable Roger <laughs> Borges, who is a reporter. He's worked for. NBC, CBS, Univision, and he's, he's currently with Telemundo. Um, no, he's with Univision and Primer Impacto. Univision, I'm sorry. He, he's he been with, bo- with, yeah, yeah, with, with all of them mm-hmm. um, at one point or another. And yeah, he's with Univision now. And um, he, I always kind of joke with him because Roger for many years now has done more like 
either entertainment reporting or like special reporting lifestyle or, or or stuff like that or like no like special reporting like you, they'll give him special a series of special reports but the moment there's a hurricane it's all hands on deck they send Roger off to the hurricane <laughs> and i i always sort of you know take it in jest because you know Roger is not tall and i'm like <laughs> si, i always tell him si viene un viento una ráfaga se va Roger con una y todo and i remember I'm sure he's gonna love that we're saying this about him. Seven years ago, there was a, and and this is something that in this hurricane they have really criticized. Yeah, um, I remember seven years ago. I think it was Hurricane Charles. It was somewhere sometime in the 2000s. Charlie or Charlie? It was Charlie, Charlie. the one that the one that basically hit the same area. Yeah, I I remember that Roger was there and he was reporting live, mm -hmm. and then you know he would come on live like every. Yeah, 30 excellent. minutes or whatever. And I remember that in the back, there was like a hangar of sorts, right? Like a, like a plane hangar. Like a plane hangar, like a big warehouse. Okay. Like, not like a pechero. No, no, no pechero. <laughs> <laughs> no, people, no un pechero. No estaban volando los pechero. It was the, Joan Crawford's worst nightmare. That would hurt. <laughs> Flying hangars. If they're wooden hangars, If it's like the the, the, the plastic skinny, ones, the, the skinny hangers, you're good. Yeah, yeah. The space savers. But anyway, <laughs> there was like this huge hanger behind him, and every time he would go live, I'm like, there's pieces of hanger flying away. Like there'll be I, like less pieces. There would be I, like as, less. As he would report live, I'm like, the building is disintegrating. <laughs> oh, in the next shot, in the next live <laughs> shot, it's like okay, like the roof is not in there anymore. And the next live shot, it's like oh, the east wall. I'm like, I think Roger should move. Yeah. It's time to go indoors. Right. But I say that as a story because, I mean, there's been a lot of footage now of yeah. like, I think that one reporter that was grabbing onto a stop sign. Pero si he, the one that almost got hit with like a flying tree. Yes. Yeah. I don't know um, if that's a decision of the channel, the producer or the reporter. But I mean, I don't think, I, I don't think anybody's out there looking for hurricane porn. Like, I, I you being blown away by the hurricane does not, I, I I'm not really looking for that. Um, right. So I don't know if it's a ch if it's the channel per se. I think it's a combination of the producer and the reporter. And a lot of times the reporter is also the producer. Right. So they probably are also thinking in terms of like this is going to be the money shot. This is going to be that great thing that then I can submit for you know the local Emmy or <laughs> or you know what I mean a like P a Pul Pulitzer. Right. You never know. I mean, I'm not saying everybody, but I I, I do think that that's the, the it's get the story, get the story, get the story, and yeah. and so they're they they put their lives at risk, you know, yeah. and not just with a hurricane. I mean, with a lot of things. I mean, even covering freaking Ukraine and right. you know, a lot of times they're literally there, and it's like so that was a bullet that just whizzed by my head, you know, right. as I'm covering this story right um yeah it's terrible so listeners again um it, please if you're especially if you're local please mm -hmm. uh meet us this saturday so tomorrow august yeah. i'm sorry october <laughs> 1st at dos croqueta yeah. in by bird road and 107th And we're going to be yeah, you from know, 12 doing, to 3, right? We're going to be mm -hmm. being collecting supplies and goods there. For... And I mean, they, come on, guys. We're, we're better to go drop off supplies than at Dos Croquetas. You can drop off supplies and then you can get some croquetas and one of their, or one of their lit slushies or a milkshake. I mean, they always have a special going on. So it's a win-win-win. Yes. Um, you, you do good. Right. Then you reward yourself. You hang out with us. You say hi to us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not seeing a downside here. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, I'm a little biased, yeah, but I'm so, not seeing a downside. So I actually want to shift to another topic that is non-hurricane related. Okay. And it, it, it was going to be something that I wanted to talk about. Right. Um, so this week, and, and this goes, you know, with what we've talked about several times on the show of just how Twitter's such a vile and terrible <laughs> place and just uh, how... The cesspool of social media. Oh, just... So earlier this week, um, Lizzo was given the honor, I guess, of playing. Oh a, yes, a, 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 was like it was a, crystal a crystal flute flute that belonged, I believe, it was to James Madison. It was it was one of the founding fathers um, for sure. To uh, James that, Madison, that sounds right. Yes. yes, and the flute was over 200 years old. The flute is being held by the Library of Congress, mm -hmm. right? And. They gave it to her to play. At her concert, right. At her concert. Yeah, not like they gave it to her. She's not like taking it on the road. Right. right. And 
you know, now new footage has come out that I think a, a day before, or a couple of days before, she had gone to like the National Archives and the Library of Congress, and they had given her uh, an array of instruments for her to play. Mm -hmm. um, and um, I guess this was like the peak one, this flute. Okay. So, the, the you know, they report it. That Lizzo, this flute was being played. Right. Historical, Historical instrument. Historical was being played. Mm -hmm. You know? How can and, people have and, a problem and, with this? And, and, and you know, I've, I've, what said is this, the problem? I've said this about Lizzo. I think that even if you don't care for her music, Lizzo's such a positive... Yeah. It's like this positivity coming She's out of her. She's a human embodiment of positivity. Right? A positivity that it's like... You know, even if she's not your cup of tea, like, how can you, like, hate on that? Right, right, right. right. Like, outwardly, go out of your way to hate on that. She's made it her mission to spread happiness. What was Twitter the, what was was the problem? Fire. Oh, that this was, you know, disrespectful and that this was a marketing ploy and this was a PR how stunt. How was it disrespectful? That it was a PR stunt that why, you know, why should she play this? Why would she be, why should she play this flute? And it's like, well, because she's a classically trained um, name. Name me one other pop star who's a classically trained flautist. Yeah. If Madonna had wanted to play the flute, I'd be like, no, that's a PR right. stunt. Right? Um, so, well, you know what? I, yes, I'm sure there's a certain PR element to it. But but to what you said, how many people that are up, you know. At that level. At that level. And especially are, you know, Lizzo right now is at the peak of her yeah, popularity. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like. She's, she's Emmy winning. Right she's now. Grammy winning. Yeah. Um, are a classically trained uh, <laughs> Yeah, she's not like a little amateur. Right. And and not everybody plays the flute. Right. But she does. And that's sort of her shtick, right? That look at, look, at, look at me, I'm twerking, but I play the flute. Right. You know? So yeah. if anybody, they're going to give them to play the flute. It's her. It, it's her. So it wasn't something that seemed so like out of the question. Right. Right. And just people on Twitter trying to tear her down and criticizing her and calling but, her all types of names. But, but again, making I, it personal. But I'm and, trying and, to wrap my head around what is their like. What is the issue here? Because I guarantee you, most of people didn't even know that damn flute existed before Lizzo played it. I didn't well, know it I existed. Know what the issue is that she's black. That she's black. That she's all about inclusivity. You know that mm -hmm. you know they see it as like woke. You know, oh, she's so woke, you know, all this stuff. And it's people that have a problem with that because I don't have to tell you who are the people who are criticizing it. <laughs> right? Fair enough. Let's not make it political. I think we could Fair figure enough. out. Right, so, right. que casualidad that the, the people that are criticizing her are all people that are tend to be on one side of things, yeah. right? I, they, they probably you wouldn't know? have a problem if it was Jethro Tull. Right, or Kid Rock. Right. <laughs> Well, Kid Rock doesn't play any instruments. That would be the epitome. Right, no, but they love Kid Rock. That they would love be the epitome. Kid Rock and Ted Nugent. Right. Right? And I, and I, Neither of who plays the flute. You know that I was reading something the other day because somebody was saying, actually, in the Twitter comments that I read about this, somebody was mentioned Kid Rock. And I'm like, listen, I know Kid Rock had its mo he had his moments right, 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 right. in the early 2000s, right. but nobody's talking about what a musical genius Kid, Kid Rock, Rock is. is. Yeah. You know that I could sit here and, and very proudly say I never liked Kid Rock. You remember. I never liked a single song of his. I mean, I like you the song where. that he does with Sheryl Crow. No, I don't like any. I don't. I, I didn't like any of his songs. I, I just, I didn't like him. It, no me caía bien. But it's like, why? Why? If you don't think she should have played the flute, then go right along with your day. Like, Yeah, it doesn't affect you. This is what I thing. don't understand. Why do people have to take, and I know we say this all over uh, over again, why do people have to take such proactive steps to be nasty? I, I Again, goes back to what we said, the best thing about the internet and the worst thing about the internet, right? Gave everybody a voice. Nobody cares what you think. Like and I and, and I say that as as one half of a podcast that literally every week tells people what we think, but nobody can. Right, but we're but, not going but, out of no, our no, no, way no, 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 no. to be critical. Right, but what I mean is, like, at the end of the day, like, we have all these avenues, podcasts, social media, Twitter, TikTok, whatever, YouTube, where we all are kind of going out of our way to make sure that our opinions are heard, and it's like, after all is said and done. Do we really think anybody cares? Because even you and I, I mean, you know, we share our opinions here and we we, we we don't try to be nasty and things like that. 
people listen to us and people like our show and that's great but I also don't think that what I'm putting out into the world as far as this show is something that should be preserved for generations to study and you know and and, or, and or, do thesis or, like, or, or I, don't, I don't think I'm that important I, I, I don't think that I just don't I don't think that and this is a difference between having like a show like ours and you know whatever because at the end of the day we are giving our opinions about it but I don't think that on the most part we are speaking on behalf of people or on behalf on behalf okay, of groups of people and I think that one of the things you often see on comments on Twitter is like Oh, nobody I know does that. Or like, oh, you know, right. don't, you know. Um, who likes this? Who, who or, likes right, this? Right, right. Who, and it's like, you're making very, very broad assumptions. Right. You know? Um, like, I don't appreciate, you know, I uh, or um, I was reading something today because uh, the mayor, Daniela Levinkava, like sent, um, sent this whole message about support to Cuba and whatever. And of course, there was a political, you know, Right. know it all who was like oh you know uh, you're a communist blah 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 we don't need your sympathy nor any con- you know the Cuban community doesn't need your sympathy or fake care and I'm like speak for yourself like actually you know what it is a country that needs help so yeah. let's help it's like speak for yourself yeah, like, like that's why I say like people that think that they speak a representative on behalf of groups of people it's like no you don't right and that's that's what I just that's why I don't understand why especially big media companies rely so much on like Twitter comments. Yeah. Because so many times now I read articles on like mm. NBC.com. Yeah, it gives you the, the article and then Twitter comments. And then yes, it's yeah. like, oh, you know, Twitter comment you know, Twitter user blah 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 said this. It's like, like okay, who cares? so they're now sources. Are these these sources from Us Weekly that we would always be like, <laughs> oh, an unnamed source, an unnamed source. And we'd be like, who's the unnamed source? Well, at least now they have names. Yeah. Or at least Twitter handles yeah. for what it's worth. So speaking of a little bit of celebrity news, be thinking of who, who's in hot water. Celebrity. Who? Shakira. Oh, yes. In Spain. Yes, she could be facing up to eight years in jail. For tax evasion. Yes. Her hips may not lie, but her taxes probably did. Yeah. I'm like, allegedly, 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 I'm like Shakira, but it's like Shakira, Shakira, Shakira in jail. Imagine having her as an inmate. <laughs> That'd be fun. That could be fun. Yeah, because Shakira seems down. Yeah, she, you know, and you know you'd be fit because she'd yeah. be like, now we belly dance. Yeah, yeah. And Spain, Spain is not. Is they're not, not backing down. No, no, no. Oh yeah, they they stuck one of their national treasures in jail. Okay, Isabel Pantoja. Oh, they did. Isabel Pantoja was in jail for like two or three years <gasps> for tax evasion. Men. Man. And she's like the most iconic you, Spanish singer. You thought the U.S. took taxes seriously? Yeah. Oh my god! My I parents, mean, we only put Wesley Snipes in jail. My parents and like my aunt and my uncle and like everybody in my parents' generation, they freaking like they adore Isabel. They like freaking get wet when they're they like talk about Isabel Pantoja. Like I la Pantoja, and they refer to her as la Pantoja, la right? Pantoja, right? Not Isabel Pantoja. That sounds like somewhere you go for a really good creme brulee, la Pantoja. Yeah. <laughs> I could see it. Yeah. I could see it. La Pantoja, viste que la Pantoja va a cantar. And I'm like, la Pantoja viene en concierto. <laughs> see, not too long ago, she's actually having a concert here in Miami soon. Did you buy your parents tickets? No, I bought my, my I, I got the tickets for my aunt. But see, my aunt years ago, she had uh, a concert down here. And my aunt and my uncle, this is when I was living in downtown. Mm-hmm. They even went and parked in my building and everything. Oh for the concert yeah and they went and they sat down and the concert was canceled oh no so and so my aunt is like Ay, el sueño más grande mío es la pantoja. and I'm like oh god it's like <laughs> how dramatic well you know <laughs> we'll have to dream we all have to dream oh, but they're like la, la pantoja. Listen, of, they grew up in Carlos Roja. Let them let them have La Pantoja. Of, sort of how everybody calls him El Puma, the Puma. That's true. We do like to put the participles in front yeah. of names. I, I've always called him Josolín Rodríguez. Oh, no. I've always called him El Puma. You call him El Puma? Yeah. The Puma? I sometimes forget his actual name. When I was a kid, I used to call him El Puma. Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was El Puma. Oh, look. It's foam. It's foam. <laughs> let me tell you something. Josolín Rodríguez, Rodríguez El Puma. There's some jams right there. There are. There are. He he's he's a a classical icon of as I like to call Yo it. Dueño peluquería rock. Peluquería rock. No no no. He is like, yeah. He's like up there. I would say yeah. top three in peluquería yeah. rock. Peluquería rock is Dueño is like him, Pandora, Ana Gabriel. Eh, ¿Quién más? 
Pimpinela. Pimpinela. Um, del aire y del hay el otro. De, eh, bueno, el Buki. De la luna. And that, of course, chévere, que chévere, que chévere, que chévere. <laughs> you know what's the biggest song about a peacock? Listen, nowadays, we have WAP. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But WAP has a message. Does it? <laughs> yeah, it does. Maybe the peacock one does too. Maybe it's about conserving wildlife. You think so? <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> But if anybody knows it, Puma, and he wants to be on our show, we can ask I him. I think that, like, my parents' generation, their trifecta is, like, El Puma. Okay. Eh, este, el Puma. Eh, Rafael. Oh, Rafael. 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 Toco madera. Rafael. No vuelvo junto a ti aunque me muera. And, of course, este... Chico, Enrique Iglesias, Father Julio Iglesias. Julio Iglesias. <laughs> is it your mom that loves Macontonio Solís? El Buki, El yeah. Buki. My mom's like, eres muy good looking. And I'm like, really? <laughs> oh, y si se pone una smoking? Really? I'm like, really, mom? This is who we're going with? Like, Listen. It takes all types. Un good looking, como dice my mom. Like, really? My mom's crush was Tom Selleck. I could see the Tom Selleck. I could see the sex appeal in Tom Selleck. But really, Macontonio Solís? I mean, I mean, really, let's think about it. I mean, you know, there's, there's something about a man who can sing. I guess. Listen, there are people who drop their panties, and God knows I love his music and his voice, Mark Anthony. That is true. That is true. And they freaking melt right. Mark Anthony. And Marco Antonio looks better than Mark Anthony. <laughs> Because with Mark Anthony... Whatever you want to say about Mark Anthony, all the women he scores are like hot. <laughs> no, there's hot, and then there's the women that he scores. They're yes, like, yeah, yeah. It's it's like it's like David Spade. <laughs> Wait, who did David Spade? David Spade was like Heather Locklear, Denise Richards. Uh, I forget. Well, there's something we don't know. There's something we don't know about David. Well, Spade. that was sort of like it did the Counting Crows. Adam Adam, Adam Durwitz. Uh, no, is that no, a lawyer? Adam Dur. No. Um, <laughs> Well, no, from the lead singer of the Counting Crows. Yes. Yeah. It was Jennifer Aniston. And Courtney Cox. And Courtney He dated two out of the three friends. Right. And there was somebody else. Didn't he date like Mandy Moore? Maybe. Right. That's like, man. I mean, there's something to, to the point. There's something about a guy who has a, lo a, a musician, you know. It, 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 it makes up for a certain degree of not traditional good looks shall we say to not be mean about it <laughs> you're being so uh... i'm being super pc because i just mentioned like three people who i would love to have on the show and i don't want <laughs> i don't want this to be like i heard you called me hideous yeah so wow. <laughs> you know there's, there's worse reasons to to decline being on our show and i don't want it to be because exactly. we called them ugly exactly so Anyway, uh, bueno, is it soda time? It is soda time. So, um, do you want to go first? No, you could go first. All right. So, uh, I'm actually going to give my last soda uh, because we are in, in Hispanic Heritage Month. I'm going to give my last soda to the MCU, specifically the upcoming Black Panther movie, Wakanda Forever. Um, so, one of the things that they did was um, in this upcoming movie, they're debuting another Marvel character called Namor the Submariner. He's essentially Marvel's version of Aquaman. He's from the 40s, so he predates Aquaman, etc. But what they did was they actually cast all of the the characters, like Namor and all of his his subjects or whatever, with Latino or Mexican actors. And I thought that was really cool. You know, that was, okay, great. So, you know, we're, we're trying to create something, you know, ethnic and, and keeping in, in the tradition of, you know, the Wakanda was very African. So let's create another civilization that's very ethnic. And they decided to take it a step further. So instead of him being from the underwater city of Atlantis, again, like I, like I educated you a, a couple weeks mm -hmm. ago, Aquaman, they're actually calling it the underwater city of Talocan. And they're making it all based on like um, like Aztec, um, like Aztec. Um, oh my god! Like culture and the look and feel. I mean, if you see pictures of him, what he's wearing, and I'm actually kind of show you a picture right now. Like it's very reminiscent of you know Mexican ancient cultures and things like that. So I think it's great that Marvel has decided. You know, these are already fictional characters. 
we don't have to stick to what's always been. And if we're in for a penny, we're in for a pound. And let's just take this to its natural conclusion and, and say, you know what? No, this is an ancient civilization of, you know, um, Mesoamerican, you know, cultures. So I just thought that was cool. And again, the fact that they revealed it during Hispanic Heritage Month, I just thought it was an interesting little tidbit. And so I'm going to give it to the MCU for expanding upon representation. Very well done. Very well done. Um, Hispanic Heritage Month, September 13th, running through 15, October 15. 15th. Right. September 15th, running through to, October 15th. Yes, yes. We ended on um, your birthday. Um, yeah. So that's great. That's great. So I'm going to give my last soda to... Hmm. I'm going to try not to throw up in my mouth when I give this last <laughs> oh. soda because I never thought I was going to give this last soda to who I'm going to give it to. Okay. But here it goes. I'm going to give my last soda to Mitch McConnell. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is clearly the last episode we've ever done because he's having an aneurysm. <laughs> yes. No, well, I'm not having an aneurysm. So <laughs> There's no other explanation. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain why I'm... You have to. <laughs> I'm uh, giving him my last soda. Okay. I think that... For me being, I, I'm in 223 episodes, you all know I'm a very political person. I'm very politically active. Um, and we all know what side of, of the... Yes. <laughs> and um, I think that it's important when you are involved in politics, now more than ever, not to lose perspective. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's very important for democracy and for just, um, you know, in terms of um, advancement to give credit when credit is due, even if it's, it's to someone that you wholeheartedly disagree with. Because I disagree with everything that Mitch McConnell stands for. But I have always said that as much as I dislike Ms. Mitch McConnell and I don't um, agree with anything that he stands for, I've never felt that he is somebody who... I, I've never felt that this country could end because of Mitch McConnell. That he's a threat to democracy. You never felt he was like malicious. Not even malicious. I think that he's been a son of a bitch at times. But I, I, I don't think that he's a threat to democracy. Okay. I think he's a threat to certain people, but not a threat to democracy. Okay. So As early, an institution. As an institution. So earlier this week, he actually backed, and this was huge. This was huge. Mm -hmm. And it didn't get as much attention as it should have gotten. But he actually backed legislation that was drafted in order to prevent a repeat of January 6th. Oh, wow. Because really what happened January 6th was, as we know, is that the president at that time did not want uh, the vice president, Mike Pence, right. to certify the election. Right. So this legislation, right, would ensure that the vice president... If, you know, elements A, B, and C are met, the vice president has to certify the election. Okay, so it right? can, it, the, the certification becomes a formality because exactly. it's, it's exactly. going to happen. Exactly. The role of the vice president is a formality. Ceremonial. Not almost. discretionary. Okay. Right? Because Mike Pence did the right thing, right. but he could have chosen not to certify it and been like, to hell with this. Right. right, and then we would have gone into a constitutional crisis. Right, right. Um, so yes, and there's more. There's more to the legislation than that. Right, I mean, right. I'm just breezing through this, but I think it's very important that we recognize that one of the top Republican lawmakers, not only he's the majority is, leader, right? Well, minority now. Minority. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, he was majority right. minority now. Right, maybe right, majority right. again. Um, but he is one of the top. Uh, is most established Republican lawmakers and leaders is backing this legislation. Mm -hmm. And that is huge. Of course, of course. <laughs> there's a yeah, whole other there, you know, there's a whole other the thing to it. Screaming yeah. Banshee, that is Donald Trump, is already screaming bloody murder and calling him all types of names right. and saying that he's in bed with the Democrats and blah 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 blah. Of course he's saying all that. So if he's saying all that is because this he's afraid of this. Right. 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 Right, so I think it's important to recognize when even people that are your adversaries and people that you don't agree with politically do something that you agree with, and I agree a hundred percent with what he did. Right, mm -hmm. because he very easily could have not backed it. 
Right, or he could have very easily been tribal, like most other people in his parties, right. you know, and gone with this other man who was destroying their party, well, the country, um, but their party, and just stuck with him. And he hasn't. He's actually... <laughs> he stuck to his guns. He stuck to his guns, mm -hmm. and he has several times. And I think it's very important to recognize that. Mm -hmm. So, my last soda goes to Mitch McConnell. Like, I never thought I would say that. <laughs> well, it took over over 200 episodes for it to happen. So never say never. So, but nobody could ever say that I never this is gave true. credit this is to a Republican win. This is win. true. That, they, that, they, that you were not bipartisan in your soda giving. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I like that. Yes. My, bi my bipartisan soda. Yes. Um, <laughs> rewarding. So, rewarding. So... Anyway, well, um, yep. that's it for this episode. Yep. Again, our um, yep. our thoughts, our well wishes go out to our fellow Floridians and yep. neighbors in the Gulf Coast of Florida, Fort Myers, Naples, um, Sanibel. And um, we know what you've been through. We, we feel it. Yep. And um, again, if you're local, please, please, please join us this Saturday, tomorrow. Yep, October 1st. Uh, October 1st from 12 to 3 at Do Croqueta. We're going to put it on, on our Instagram um, so we yep. can help out people in the Gulf Coast. So again, everybody, we hope you listen, laugh, and learn. And remember to grab your croqueta, your pastelito, and your cafecito. And thank you so much for joining us. All right, my gente, cuídense. Bye. 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 Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano, produced by Ismaeliano, and our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. Mi papá immigrated from La Belleza, que es Medellín, Colombia, to Miami, Florida, all with one goal, pachar pa'lante la familia. And with that same spirit, I started the Que Hola podcast. It's all about sharing the journey creatives from the 305 and beyond have traveled. The W's, the L's, pitfalls, and lessons, all with a focus on first and second generation Latinos, pero para todos los creatives. Entonces, parce, Que Hola contigo. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you stream your podcast. I'm your host, D-Fig. Oh, also, we're on YouTube. Listo. <laughs>